Here it says, horrible. I will never stay here again. I stayed in room 15, and I woke up the next day with bed bug bites all over my body. Shocking. Now I'm, I'm forced to go to work <laughs> for the next two weeks with bites all over my face. It's probably so a vast improvement. I mean... <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Brian Gerwitz does one impression impeccably. That's his impression of Avante Akendo. 20-year-old Gerwitz had left his family's home to go for a walk in February and washed up with the tide a couple of months later. The body of an autistic Eagle Scout discovered in a creek at a Brooklyn golf course. You know, it's not easy to be an Eagle Scout, but I guess there's no finding your way home merit badge. Frantic searches for the 20-year-old Gerwitz proved fruitless until his body was discovered near the eighth hole, the water hazard. More hazardous than previously imagined. Seriously tragic. An autistic kid is already hitting from the rough. Found near the fairway, he nonetheless died in an unfair way. Too young, the kid double bogeyed on the eighth hole before his 21st birthday. Never made it out of the front nine, so to speak. But he was a good kid who always wanted to help. Even in death, he was helpful. Because just for that day, a player could slice into that creek and still hit an eagle. Only one in eight, uh, 48 boys is autistic. A small percentage of those might go into scouting. 5% of all scouts become eagle scouts. Just 5% for perspective. About 25% of boy scouts are molested. Be prepared to get molested. Can't argue with the way the man lived his life, but I bet if he would have known he was going to die at 20, he would have spent less time learning stamp collecting, drafting, and bugling, and more time trying to hit some trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent, Gash. Joining me now, the Bail Bond Queen, Michelle Eskenazi. Hi, Pat. one empire now in America's largest city, world's loneliest town. Uh, thanks for coming back, Michelle. Oh, it's good to be back. It's a pleasure to have you. How's things? Excellent, as always. Yeah, business is rolling in. I can't complain with a loaf. Crime continues. And the prevalence of autism has gone up, too. I think they're quicker to, to diagnose it now. You know uh, that's definitely true. I have a friend that has a little boy with autism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like uh, today's autistics, 20, 25 years ago, they didn't call them that. They were just jerk-offs. They were called, like, ADD, like my little brother. Yeah. Yeah. And then... uh. Uh, and and then they uh, they, they uh, yeah they get the empathy they need today, which is important. So from the most desperate place on earth, a cop punching Times Square Spider Man says he was falsely arrested <laughs> and maliciously prosecuted. That's Ooh. yeah. Now maliciously, he, wants, he says one and a half million dollars ought to just about make it right. Really? Yeah. He's I get- guess he'll have a few extra Spider Man suits. <laughs> He wants a whole closet full of them. Gold ones. Yeah. Get a wide variety. You know, like a lot of different writers for that series. Absolutely. He, uh, you know, he was posing with tourists when a cop interfered in negotiating a, a tip. He told the cop to mind his own fucking business. And <laughs> that was the cop's first clue right there. Hey, wait, this was not the real Toby Maguire. <laughs> no. In fact, Junior Bishop working in a Spider-Man costume. Bishop, uh, he wound up skirmishing with the officer. I think he's one of my guys, Junior Bishop. Oh, yeah? Yeah, docket number 2010. Uh, Just kidding. Well, he was arrested for punching the cop. Turns out that is still illegal. Mm. He spent five days locked up in the tombs. You've been to the tombs, I'm sure? I've been to the tombs, I have. What are the tombs like? Um, They are uh, kind of a little eerie, actually, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
yeah. there's a reason why they call it the tombs. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Here it's like a really uh, scary place. Not where you want to be on Halloween night. No. <laughs> or any other <laughs> night. I wouldn't survive. Well, he was in the tombs. The charges were later dropped because he didn't get a spidey, uh, oh, excuse me, speedy trial. Mm. While Bishop was awaiting a formal charge on felony assault and resisting arrest. He was awaiting trial, and this comic book writer uh, came in, Michael Bendis, or he you know, maybe he wrote about it or something. His work includes a Marvel Comics Ultimate Spider-Man. He, he said Bishop failed to follow the superhero code. <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, I, I can. <laughs> yeah, well, he says the theme of Spider-Man is that with great power comes great responsibility, and that includes not fighting with police officers. Well. Yeah, tell that to Eric Garner. That's true. <laughs> this thing. comic book writer said this less than two weeks after Garner's death. I thought that was in bad taste. Yeah. I guess Garner abused his power. But when I think great power, the first thing I think is a grown man posing for pictures wearing a fake Spider-Man outfit. With that kind of power, you really got a lot of responsibility. Yeah. He says the theme of Spider-Man, uh, you know, well, the hell, the theme of Times Square, that's tourists get, getting ripped off by hustling, hardworking New York weirdos. I mean, do they go through any kind of like criminal background check to be Spider-Man? Oh my goodness, no, no, no. They no. should. No, they. <laughs> they're pushing for that, but they uh, should. Spider-Man Union. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some, kind of, some kind of vetting, you know. Well, I, I've got a theory about this, and I've had it for a while. And now mm. the crimes have been picking. Like, everybody arrested eighteen of these uh, mascots last year. And I think what's going to happen is that eventually one of them is going to have a, an Uzi in each hand, and they're going to like just just go call children over, call over a family, and just mow them down because mm. you know because costumes you can't see their hands, and then that'll be the end of them. You know, it'll be it'll be the end of tourism in New York. Yeah, it's you know a lot of the time it's done in bad taste. I mean, I had a pedophile a couple of years ago, and his favorite job was a, like a little clown or something at a kids' party. Mm -hmm. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, an alleged pedophile. No, I think the son of a bitch got convicted actually. Well, that would make him a true pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> on the books, on paper. Yeah. <laughs> Written down, had to go around to it, probably. Yeah, he sure enough did. Next time he moved. Well, uh, you know, those those pedophiles, I guess, they uh, now you bail them out. Their bail's usually high, I guess, right? Their bail's usually high. They're a little freaky, yeah. Yeah. And and you, do, you, do you enjoy it? You, does it make any difference at all you're dealing with? Um. Well, you know, everybody's innocent until proven guilty in the United States of America, so That's I right. can't. You know. Yeah. Anyway, everybody deserves a fair trial. Of course. That's what Jim Polk is all about. Absolutely. Making justice work for these degenerates. Well, uh, somebody's well. got to do it. <laughs> yeah, he says the theme of Spider-Man is that, is that, you know, all that. Yeah, I don't know how to break it to this guy. That's not the real Hulk there, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't think these guys ever read your damn comics. They're entertainers. They're not nerds. No, they're likely predicate felons, but okay. <laughs> or illegal aliens, perhaps. Yes. I think that they took the only uh, English-speaking Spider-Man already out of <laughs> Times Square. He says, this is my favorite thing. He said, if you wear the costume, represent the ideal. Yeah, okay. That goes for you too, Mario. Go save a princess, or at least kick a turtle. That's hysterical. Elmo, if you wear the costume, represent the ideal of the creator. Now fly in some teenage boys for a meth party. <laughs> That's what, remember? Yeah. Kevin Cash. Junior Bishop, our beloved webslinger. He wants $1.5 million because this false arrest malicious prosecution by the Manhattan DA. I asked Jim Polk about that. He said, malicious prosecution, it requires there to be no probable cause for the arrest. You see him punch the cop, that's probable cause, right? I mean, it's such probable cause. Forget that. It's just so disrespectful that, you know, that's what he would do to NYPD. Spider-Man would never 
Pitt and NYPD officer, FYI. I would, I would Just think saying. not. I mean, you know, maybe if he had to. It's very unspiderman like. <laughs> he might behavior. shoot with a web or something. It's, yeah. a, you know, it's a. I don't think he's going to get any money. He's been arrested six times in the past. It says he got arrested for aggressively panhandling with a knife. What's the difference in aggressively panhandling with a knife and armed robbery? Um, it seems like maybe, ten days. Maybe there's <laughs> maybe there's a question mark at the end of it. Like, give me your money. Uh, I guess it's about as far as you can stretch that concept of aggressive handling. In Brownsville, it said he socked a woman on a subway platform, but I don't know if he did. Maybe he just uh, aggressively debated in her costume? with his fists. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was in costume in Brownsville. You don't, you don't get a lot of tips for Spider Man down. Not, not a lot of tourists in Brownsville trying to take a picture. <laughs> I know, uh, yeah, I know you're not supposed to punch a woman, but Jesus, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, I would beat the shit out of him. Well, you know, who, Spider-Man? Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> he, he refused to discuss the lawsuit with the Post. He said, it's a long story, man. I know it wasn't my fault, but it's a long story. I wish that I could see him saying these things. Yeah, he's a young guy. He seems like a, seems like a good guy. He's really committed to being Spider-Man. I think we should kick him out of New York. He wants uh, <laughs> all just just Junior Bishop or all of them. All these bad Spider-Man folk, mm-hmm. they need to stay out of the borders. Like one arrest and they just boo you out. Huh? Yeah, like there needs to be some sort of uh, yeah. We need to run that. A maybe there maybe they could do something about that. Yeah, I'm no I mean, legal expert, you know, but yeah, they should do something. Yeah. Well, if the post catch, see now here we have another case where uh, I t- this is a, a suddenly after the longest ass winter we've had, mm, right? You're not kidding. It was ridiculous. It just now got a little bit warm today. Perfect. Springtime in New York City, along with the gently rising mercury, comes the gently rising hemlines. The inevitable uptick in impulsive sex crimes we like to call groping season. A Times Square cookie monster was arrested for groping a 16-year-old tourist. I heard about that. Hey, if you wear the costume, represent the ideal. So the, the theme Give me some of them cookies. <laughs> That's right. I want some cookies. Okay. The cookie, theme cookie. The, the theme behind Cookie Monster is a lack of impulse control. <laughs> you know, giving in to your immediate desire for instant gratification. So it's reported that the teen was walking with a tour group. And uh, that's when the 48-year-old Monstruo Camo, uh, Camagayetas, I try to introduce the Spanish, <laughs> Ranolfo Perez, he pulled the victim into a hug, allegedly and forcibly touched her breasts. Oof. But I think that's his native custom, where he's from. I think that's how they say, uh, what's up, bitch? Yeah. He's from Jersey. Yeah, that's perfectly legal in Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, a cookie is not the only C word. Yeah. Yeah, but the blue menace loves cookies. Uh, but let's not forget, he is still a monster. Perez was arrested at the scene, charged with forcible touching, and uh, in, a, in a manner injurious to a child less than 17. That's going to make it worse, as well as second-degree harassment. Then, before you could say cookie, Manhattan DA Cyrus Vance, you know him? Uh, a bit. Yeah, he dropped the charges. Oh, he did? He dropped the charges today. He said the teen lost sight of her attacker in the crowd, and the alleged groping incident happened Sunday. She had waited till Monday to report it, and... Uh, Obviously, the young tourist is irate. Yeah, well, she's irate? She's irate. I think New York City has other things to do than worry about tits and cookie monsters, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's the attitude. Okay, of it. like, get over it. You're Next. Right. There's a few crimes. Yeah, here's yeah. What, well, I, I want to read you what she said. She said, I am beyond upset about it. Then refile, okay? My level of anger right now just isn't about being molested. Retain counsel. The fact that the Manhattan DA is 100% okay with it is utterly disgusting. Shit happens. Get over it. She's visiting from Wisconsin. Tell her to go back there. Cheesehead with a badger tood. Got a lot of spunk, don't she? 
They probably don't do shit like that in Wisconsin. No, not as no. much. Yeah. They go to Walmart. They buy cheese. And they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a lot of Cookie Monsters running around anyway. Probably not. Well, she said she saw his face. It's absolutely, she's absolutely positive. And, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, okay. But here's, here's what Perez says. He says, I love people. He's the only one we haven't heard from yet. This, mm. this Times Square uh, Cookie Monster. He says, I love children. Could have been anyone else, but not me. Well, in the case of accused gropey movie mogul versus Italian model, gossip-minded New Yorkers have been watching the tabloids, mostly because of the pictures of the model. Did you guys see that? Mm-mm. Man, oh man, this model was really something else. A big-time Harvey uh, uh, Weinstein, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Accused by a 22-year-old ingenue of grabbing her young, round breasts. And just, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah. Ambra- a gay man? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know, possibly. Yeah, he may might pass. Uh, Ambria uh, Badalana, she said it happened during a meeting inside his office. Mm. And they were there to discuss her career and says this very wealthy, powerful Hollywood movie person grabbed her breasts. He copped a feel. Mm-hmm. The Manhattan DA will not bring charges against the mogul. He's not going to do it. Yeah, no, they're Well, hell, man, the Manhattan DA, they just dropped charges against the f- fucking cookie monster. Harvey Weinstein, they're not, they're not moving forward with any of these gropes. Um, you know what? I'll be honest with you. It's like, you know, there's just a few more serious things to handle in New York City. Like, if you can't handle shit in New York City, can you please go somewhere else? Michelle Eskenazi, groping season apologist. I'm just saying, get fucking over it. I tell you, it's not worth doing. And, and that's the highest of the high and the lowest of the low. You know, you know what I mean? Weinstein. Did he take his dick out? Like, what else happened? I don't see anything in there about that. They, there was no rape kit involved. Okay, she then. Also, well, you know, so then it's an accusation. But do you, yeah, it is an accusation. And do you it's know why? It's an allegation. I, I couldn't agree with you Does more. Does she have it on her iPad, her iPhone? Some, something. I mean, if she did, it would have been all over the college TV by now. Oh, not only that, but she lied a lot. She said that they were uh, that that you know she has these court battles at home with her Italian sugar daddies, and, oh, and see, they there said, you go. and they would bring this up to her, and she goes, "No, it didn't happen." Well, she repeatedly denied that when there were public records about it, yeah. made it difficult to go forward with the case. A law enforcement source explained the lying was a problem, and uh, well, the DA uh, spokesman for the DA, Joan Valero, said mm-hmm. this case was taken seriously from the outset with a thorough investigation conducted by our sex crimes unit. How can they investigate? They just asked a bunch of questions, I guess. And uh, they analyze the evidence, and including multiple interviews, a criminal charge, blah, blah, blah. He's off the hook. Yeah, well, that, I mean, listen, New York doesn't want the liability. They determine that she's a fucking liar. Next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next, asshole. Well, she's 22. You All know? right, she'll, she'll mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a great career, has a great career, and, uh, and she'll be fine. Now, she'll be 100. Now, here's an interesting one. A renowned... Since we continue with groping season, <laughs> a renowned classical pianist was arrested for fondling a 15-year-old student in his midtown home. Okay, was it a boy student or a girl student? A girl student. Mm. Yeah, the springtime kind. Why is it never the other way around, like a student gets arrested for fondling the teacher? Um, Probably age you know, that legal, age, yeah, yeah, that legal age thing probably factors in. That, yeah, and, and the, probably the <laughs> fact that old piano teachers are not attractive. Yeah, probably. At 64-year-old David Oye, he celebrated, uh, he's a celebrated chamber chamber musician. Yeah. Really? Married to violinist Erico Sato. See, my daughter's 13. She would have laid him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't have taken that shit, huh? Oh, absolutely. She wouldn't write in for his balls. Mm-hmm. Right for the balls. Absolutely. I taught her well. (laughs) She played the piano? That or the carotid artery. Yeah? Yeah. Does she she play an instrument? No, but I 
she will lay you out if you try I often to... I often well I'm not going to try anything with your daughter but no, I'm I, just saying. I, I think that she is uh, I think that's an excellent time to try to just try some shit with a kid. You have to teach they... your kids a certain amount of Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, that kid's 15 years old. Why didn't she smack the shit out of him? Well, si- I, yeah, 16, I think. Is that, did I say 15? Yeah, 15, 15, 15, 15 years yeah. Old. Like, 15. Why didn't she, like, you know, call 911, smack him around a little bit? Blame the victim, I always say. Fight back. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fight back. She probably wanted it. That's <laughs> no, I don't it. think she wanted that type of shit, no. <laughs> She's, uh, well... It, it, she says that while she played, he also played. It was kind of a duet, I guess. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. She did. He he came on to her then. He put his kind of a duet for piano and young victim. Mm. But uh, she's been taking lessons with him since September. Six months later, finally, he got up his courage to make a move. Ugh. It's like, what are you waiting for? If you don't hurry, she's gonna be legal. What a freak! Either this guy's a pussy, or she's just not that hot. He's a pussy freak. <laughs> Well, she she I, while she played the piano, he's, he put his hand on her thigh and mm. and then uh, continued to grope her. But just a thought, now let's say, does it matter what song she was playing? I mean, probably doesn't matter what she's wearing. <laughs> does it matter what song she's playing if it's something really hot? You like, know? okay, well, the piece she was playing was called uh, "I Want My Piano Teacher, Mr. David Oy, to Grope Me While I Play This." Oh, that was okay. The title. <laughs> All right, yeah. Not a lot of us have heard that one. Yeah, but it's, 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 I think yeah. she wrote it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Something like that. You know, the most important thing of being a pianist, you have to master your fingering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one cabbie owes two lezzies ten grand. Because hmm. uh, he, he asked them to stop distracting him from uh, by having foreplay in the back of his cab. I couldn't handle it, huh? He couldn't handle it. <laughs> could not. Like, oh, my God. This is my dream come true. <laughs> Let me just pull over. On top of that, Michelle... This this is this is where it gets ridiculous. Ordered to pay a five thousand dollars civil penalty uh, to the city. You got to pay five grand if you if you tell lesbians not to make out in the back of your cab. He has to pay five grand. He has to pay five grand, and he has to pay ten grand to them in a settlement. Because because he asked them to not make out. Really? Yeah. He here's what he actually told her. Hmm. See, that's fifteen thousand dollars altogether. Right. For telling these two lesbians to cool their beavers. Right. So keep. He's what he said was keep that for the bedroom or get out of the cab. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, that's what's wrong with America. Everybody sues for everything, and then you know, all of a sudden, you know, it's like you got to pay out of your pocket. Very litigious society. Very litigious society. Yeah, it's allegedly a quote from Muhammad Dabi. He's accused of sexual discrimination. Now you're getting the picture because Dabi, he claimed that during a he should have put a sign on his cab that said. No fucking in my cab. Well, no, no licking, <laughs> <laughs> no, no kissing. Take it easy in my cab. I don't even know if you can do that. I don't you, think you can. I see. mean, maybe he, they, you know. He's trying to do that. He has like a, a decency policy. They should put a warning sign. Yeah. Warning. Don't do that. Right. But they, but I don't think they can do that. No porn you in can, the cab. No, no chewing gum or something like. It's this like, is a non-porn cab. This is a family cab. You have a you have a passenger's bill of rights. <laughs> He said their behavior was so distracting he couldn't keep his eyes on the road. <laughs> I'm, I th- you know why I think he was distracted? Because in his country of origin, it's a capital crime. It is a capital crime. Listen, uh, you could cut your wife's head off in his country of origin and hang it out in front of the house for a week. Well, if she has a little lesbian affair on the side, you definitely can. <laughs> Are yeah. you kidding me? It's not only a sin, it's a crime against God. It's a must. They, uh, they, well, the lesbians got out of the cab without paying for the ride. Dobby called them whores and bitches and cunts. Hey, don't take it easy, Dobby. These women are in a committed relationship. They're not whores. Is cunts an allowable uh, word in his 
culture? I think it is. Oh, okay. I mean, I think, I mean <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, like you said, if you can behead somebody, I think you can say cunt. Oh, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, his attorney, uh, Ali Najimi, Najmi, he says, my client, Dobby, let's see, let me start that sentence over. Muhammad Dobby's attorney, <laughs> Ali Najmi. One more time. Muhammad Dobby's attorney, Ali Najmi, says, my client, Dobby, said Najmi. Never once mentioned anything about their sexuality. He never threw them out of the taxi. In fact, the complaint doesn't even allege he used any derogatory language about their sexuality. And the two women testified that they're the ones who decided to exit the taxi. This is the lawyer, Najmi, speaking for Dobby. He said he wanted to take him to the final destination. Now, here's where it gets tricky. He says, Mr. Dobby has a standard of decency that he asks all riders in his cab to follow. And he, he has asked straight couples to stop engaging in similar behavior. He said it can be very distracting for a driver if people are getting hot and heavy in the taxi. Now, which is it? Is it a standard of decency or is it distracting? You have to pick one, I think. I think that it's distracting. Yeah. If it, that would be a better reason. I yeah. think it's, I think that... Uh, because you're, you're not allowed to have distracted driving like what with phones. You, you know, they it's an actual line item right distracted driving yeah yeah if you're right. if you're texting and things like that right but so i think i think just let these people do what they want it should probably be like letter d or e and distracted driving menu yeah way down there yeah. right yeah but this guy can't handle it because it's like like i said he thinks most men can't he can't he can't <laughs> he can't drive and throw rocks into the back seat at the same time yeah well, uh, there's a small amount of trouble downstairs. <laughs> Passengers on the two train enjoyed a bit of a freak show as an older dildo-waving man <laughs> has been seen masturbating the enormous black phallus and pointing <laughs> it at passengers. That's free, by the way. You get that free of charge. <laughs> I love that. A you loop, gotta love the subway. Yeah. A loopy older man of indeterminate ethnic origin, uh, which really doesn't narrow it down much. <laughs> Boarded it at Atlantic Avenue. By several accounts, he seemed loopy on space dust. <laughs> as soon as he got on, some kids goofed They still on have him. space dust, huh? Oh, yeah, he's on right. it. And right. that's when he pulled out his giant dildo uh, <laughs> as these kids were goofing on him. Every time the train pulled into a state, this was great, Michelle, he'd chill out and put it away. <laughs> And he'd sit quietly while people sat down and boarded the train. But then when the doors closed, he'd whip it out and start waving it around again to startle the new people. Oh, man. I swear to God, I would have paid good American money to see that. Characters everywhere, yeah. Yeah, it went on and on. I, mean, I would have paid a decent book to you, see You that. probably passed your stop, right? Yeah. Just like, I just want to see how this turns just, out. Let's just... I don't even know if it's illegal. I wouldn't do it in front of the cops. That's good TV right there. In violent Brooklyn, an angry husband shot his wife, his stepson, and himself. Today, he settled all family business. Hmm. The 54-year-old gunman's tantrum was precipitated by an argument. I don't know what it was about, but it must have been what they call a doozy. Right. The gunman husband, grown impatient with mind games, pointed directly at her mind, squeezed the trigger. She dropped. Suddenly realizing that he's now a single father... Turned attention to the uh, 23-year-old stepson and fired a shot into his stomach. The stepson yelled, you're not my real dad. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) you can't hurt me. He said, actually, what he really said is, uh, it says in the paper, the young man asked, you going to shoot me again? And only uh, too willing to oblige. This guy pumped another round into the young man's torso. What a coward bitch. No further questions. Suddenly, the wife, who was presumed dead, left up. up. To protect her son. Of course. The bullet had grazed her head instead of piercing her mind. Huh. She hadn't learned a thing. So <laughs> she'd been playing dead, just like you do when a bear gets tired of your mind games and shoots you. 
<laughs> well, the gunman, possibly spooked by the presumed dead wife, leaping back up. I think it freaked him out. <laughs> he put the barrel in his mouth. He pulled the trigger. Thank God. Uh, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Mother and son were rushed to Brookdale Hospital in Brooksdale, oh. and then the gunman was driven there at a leisurely pace. Of course he was. And the two victims are expected to survive. The oh, shooter will not be charged in the attack because he dead. No, oh, he's dead. 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 In the Bronx, a man set fire to a woman's face. Really? To settle a dispute over $10. 10 bucks. Yeah, it happened outside the apartment of 51-year-old William Norwood. According to witnesses, the 48-year-old victim stole $10 from Norwood. That's not an amount of money I usually think about stealing. Well, it's a dime bag. It's just yeah. a... <laughs> is, it, is it even? I think they it's still have those. In the 80s, it, was, it felt <laughs> like I used to go. There was a guy named Dwight <laughs> at the mall. I don't want to out this guy, but I, I, something tells me he's out of business. That mall's been closed for a while. But I would meet him every Tuesday, <laughs> get myself $10 worth of weed. We'd smoke it all. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's not usually the amount of money you'd steal, but tempers flared, and, and Norwood's mother came out. and she, I got up, and I, I came out, and I said to her, why don't you just go home, honey? Just go home, Nora Norwood said. These are middle-aged people seriously fighting over $10. Now, what I suppose that means is that Heroin they're addicts. involved, well, I was going to say, with the smoking of crack. Yeah, it's some kind of narcotic. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it would heroin? Would, I, I can't imagine the heroin. Do people get that like uh, jumpy? Oh yeah, you kidding me? Oh yeah. ten bucks? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? That, that's, that's a lot of heroin money. That's uh, that's a fair amount of heroin money right mm, there. That I did not see. I don't know how much drugs cost. Yeah. Well, but, listen. But, I mean, like, what's the smallest amount of heroin you can buy? And where I can mean, I get it? I have no idea. Listen, mm. what do I know? About Let's try that? heroin today. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> that's the first day they try it, and the second day, and then that's it. It's done. That's what I thought about. Like, if we, if we, like, I have a poker night, right? Mm. And say, if I our poker night, we we said, let's try heroin. You right. Know? And so we had heroin. How many nights would it be before poker night was just heroin night? Um, probably about a week. <laughs> well, I don't think this is about the money, honestly. Uh, I, but she defended her son's actions, this woman, Nora Nora. Like, you know, they do that. Moms are good mm, that way. Yeah. She claimed that the woman had set her own face on fire. Mm. Out of shame, I guess. <laughs> you know, I say douse the bitch with alcohol. You see, that's the problem with, mm. you know, with justice. You know, it's like, why incarcerate someone like that? They don't light you on fire. Light them on fucking fire. Just light them on fire. I mean, if they do that, they then let's do it back. Punishment fits the crime. Yeah, I, I don't know. She said he's been in trouble before with the policeman. And he talks a lot. He's a little mouthy. Not he only needs that, a good smack. Well, he occasionally sets someone's face on fire too. Pretty sure that is also still illegal. In violent Brooklyn, an old man was punched by a stranger while walking his presumably effeminate dog. Effeminate dog. Yes, I, it would. You would think so. Because a sixty-five-year-old. Did it have been, a switch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he had, he had a little hitch in his walk. You know. He had a little. See that walk. He's like. <laughs> He kept saying, girl. Girl? The 65-year-old been walking his dog. A police report says the 20-year-old aggressor may have spooked the old man's dog by trying to pet it. I don't think that's what happened. I think that the guy just said, get away from my dog. Well, the men got into effeminate an argument. Dog. They, get away from my effeminate dog, <laughs> you. <laughs> he said, I've got two Big pit bulls. Bully? Well, here's why I think so, because it says, I got two pit bulls and your dog is a pussy. <laughs> 20-year-old creep shouted before hitting the 65-year-old man in the face. And where else would this happen but in Williamsburg? It's unclear what breed the heckled dog was. But I, what kind you want to take, you know, what, what, what do you think? If the guy's calling the dog a pussy, 
You know what? On I'll sight. Be, I'll be honest with you. You didn't I, know the dog. Yeah, but I agree with the whole pussy dog thing. I got to be honest with you because I have a 110-pound dog. And those little pussy dogs always want to fight. Oh, yeah, they're trouble. You know, they're just... I got bit by one a couple weeks ago. What kind? A little pussy doodle, cockadoodle doo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's what this was. It was a cockadoodle doo. Poodle doodle doodle. It's a cockapoo. <laughs> yeah. It's got both cock and poo in the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a description of the breed, cockapoo. Completely people-oriented. The cockapoo is intelligent enough to train easily. The cockapoo is a fuck-up. Says he hardly sheds. <laughs> forgives quickly. Forgives quickly. <laughs> what kind of dog is it that holds a it's grudge? A, it's a feminine. <laughs> I hate those dogs that hold on to shit for a long time. Yeah, I'm really glad you're home. You forgot to give me fresh water okay. third time this month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, not barking when the burglar comes in next time. Do you not even want a dog? Is that it? <laughs> just I, get rid of me. I want a dog that just never lets me off the hook. Well, the guy ran off, leaving the man with a bloody nose. Now... The action got deadly heated early Saturday morning in a Shaolin motel room. Hot sheets. Now, we have to remember, we have to, we say that together on the show. So it's when I say motel room, go hot sheets. Okay. Okay, in a Shaolin motel room. Hot, hot sheets. sheets. Yes. Brooklyn native alleged prostitute Michelle Hernandez was meeting a customer in 201 of the Cosmopolitan Inn. Mm. Hot sheets. Hot sheets. Yes. And while her pimp waited in the bathroom. He emerged to find the customer pointing a gun at his lady's head. The pimp did. Ooh. The pimp conked the gunman on the head with a bottle of Hennessy. Ooh. If the pimp was a character in a competitive fighting video game, the head conk with a bottle of Hennessy would be his special move. Yeah, that was an excellent move. That's, I mean, that is That's like, good all day long. What could be more perfect? That's a note to our video game developer, Jason oh, Ariel. Absolutely, especially if you crack the bottom of it and then... Really, you know. What more pimp thing can be done? Just cracking it and then... Defend your property by conking a John with a signature bottle of smooth cognac. Yeah. Age up to eight years in French oak. Give the, giving the nose a subtle sweet vanilla oak notes with a hint of gray. I don't even know what that stuff is, but it sounds so good. I might relapse tonight. Oh, no, no. On some Hennessy. <laughs> I haven't had a drink in 14 years, but tonight's the night. Oh, boy. According to a review of Hennessy and drink spirits, it has a, a smooth entry... And a nice mouthfeel. Yeah, just like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, Hernandez got involved. That's the horror. Attacking the customer to defend her pimp. Mm. Maybe nothing sweeter in this world than a loyal whore. A pimp, I think it's more than a business manager. He's, he's the man you love most. Yeah, he takes Why? care of you. Yeah, because he's the man you fear the most. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's as close as a whore brain gets to true love, fear. Yeah, that's a big daddy. I'm not an expert on whore brains. But, you know, generally, my sense is that a, a dutiful women, they engage in the business of jizz. They're not the types who uh, stupidly fall in love with every guy they meet in the Cosmopolitan Inn. Hot, Hot sheets. Pimp and whore are bonded like a baseball player in his old leather mitt. <laughs> he slides his hand inside her and uses her to snatch balls out of the air. Doesn't make any sense. Maybe she's the player, pussy's mitt. I don't know. Special bond with the pussy. Pimp and whore, uh, in this case, got the better of the customer. And he jumped out the window. This guy. Wow. The second guy, waiting in a nearby SUV, opened fire into the room. 21-year-old Hernandez hit in the back of the head. Wow. Taken in critical condition. How much was this? A blowjob or a full? Like, was this a whole there was a, I, $100 deal? Like, if only they if gave only us we those knew. details. Yeah, that <laughs> you know, seems to be the most important the, thing. That's the mitigating factor that we just don't know. I think once you get conked on the head with the Hennessy, yeah, it's, it's not about the money anymore. <laughs> it's, it's about survival. 
God. Yeah. She was taken in critical condition to Staten Island University Hospital. Of course. Sheets. Only the best. <laughs> where, where, where she died, and her pussy will never again be commodified. And, uh, no <laughs> so arrest sorry yet. to hear that. Well, an investigation's ongoing. By the uh, way, and this is interesting, if you're traveling to New York City, consider a visit to the Cosmopolitan Motel <laughs> Hot Sheets, Hot a.k.a. the Dead Whore Inn, <laughs> where amenities include 24-hour assistance. That's right. You can check in any time of day. Short 24-hour multilingual staff. I mean, are you annoyed when you can't find a house a housekeeper that can speak Spanish? <laughs> it's so annoying. Triple A discounts. Use your triple A, where the triple A stands for ah. <laughs> Air conditioned alarm clocks. They have alarm. No need to pack that alarm clock. Yeah, no, Give not anymore. Give your alarm clock a vacation. <laughs> Ladies, are you tired of glancing at your watch to see if your date is almost over and not at the Cosmopolitan Motel? Right. Hot sheets. You just just set an alarm and take the guesswork out of timing your Johns. Wow, they probably even do wake up calls there. They might. Here's an actual review on Yelp from the Dead Whore Inn. Hot sheets. Hot sheets. Located in the Forgotten Borough. Here it says, horrible. I will never stay here again. I stayed in room 15, and I woke up the next day with bed bug bites all over my body. Shocking. Now I'm, I'm forced to go to work <laughs> for the next two weeks with bites all over my face. It's I am probably so a vast improvement. I mean... <laughs> Plus Did the, you just have plastic surgery? The bathroom was disgusting, <laughs> and the room looked like it was barely cleaned. I'm surprised I didn't catch a disease in there. The whole room smelled like Hennessy and dead horror, with Ugh. a note of injured pimp. And Padissi. <laughs> <laughs> and Padissi stank stank. Do we got time for one more story here? Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Hey, for some, a life of crime is all they know. Anna Alvarado has been arrested seven times. In the last two and a half years, yet she continues the life living outside the law, the life of a lawbreaker, the law broken. We live running and hiding from the police, said Alvarado. She's a single mom. She has sons, nine and 12. Wow. Hey, she's single, fellas. <laughs> when she's, Get her while she's hot. When she's not running or hiding from the cops, she's selling... She's looking for customers, is what she's doing, in subway stations from Times Square to Jackson Heights, selling churros. Okay. The churro lady. Hmm. The routine, says Alvarado. Well, they don't sound good. Oh. They sound pretty, uh, pretty like, you know, like wholesale. Okay. She is, but she says, uh, she says the routine's become familiar, a commonplace thing, which she's just gotten used to and accepted an everyday kind of a thing, nothing special, nothing to write home about, typical of an average event. The cops bust her. They confiscate her inventory. And then when they get to the lower pre, uh, the local precinct, the cops eat her churros in front of her. Yeah, I bet they do. As if to say. <laughs> yeah, that arrest took a long time. They were probably hungry after that. Yeah. Alvarado says when they get to the precinct, whoever wants one grabs one. And whatever is left, they put in a black bag. This is directly from a, a report by DNAinfo.com. According to them, NYPD did not respond to repeated requests for comment on the alleged eating of churros or to inquiries about the protocol for handling food confiscated during arrest. How'd you like to be the reporter who had to repeatedly call and request comment on the NYPD's alleged eating of um, churros? Absolutely not. <laughs> Hello, just... NYPD. Yeah, Anna says you ate her churros. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Do you think it's okay to just eat someone's churros? Those are 25 cents each. Here's what they think. They're not free. 200 churros, you ask if they're good. Well. She gets two hundred for forty six dollars. Damn. She makes about eight dollars, eighty dollars to one hundred twenty a day. She says, I guess it's better than being a hoer at the Cosmopolitan, though, huh? Maybe hot sheets. Hot sheets. You know, if I don't work, 
who is going to feed my kids? Why don't you oh, just give them a churro? Oh, <laughs> Just buy the churros and give them to your kids. No, because she's trying to do a good thing. That's what us Latino women do. We work. You're Latino? I thought you were Italian. I'm Cuban. If you weren't. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Cuban. Are you going to go down to Cuba now that it's open? I'm going to claim my piece of the motherland. Yeah. Go down there and ride around in a 57 Chevy. Yeah. No, something a little nicer, but yeah. Well, it looks really cool down there. Have you been down there before? No, my dad has and my daughter has. Uh-huh. And you're not, uh, and you haven't been yet, but you're, you might, uh, you think you might go sometime? Yeah, I was just discussing this today. I'm going to start a little something, something there. Yeah, yeah your favorite, uh, start a little something, like maybe a bail bonding uh, company. Oh, I can insure Cuba. By the way, I want to say thanks for the awesome bail bonds, Empire Bail Bond shirts that you brought by. These are great. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know that. They have those. Right bail bond takes an empire. The right bail bond takes an empire. That That's a trademark slogan. Uh, for, they uh, all are for Empire Bail Bonds. Empire Bail Bonds is TM. The mm-hmm. right bail bond takes an empire because all these little wannabes are always trying to steal my name and shit like that. So I gotta trademark everything. Of course, of course, they're trying to move in on your action. You're the biggest bail bond company <laughs> in the whole damn city. That's amazing. Biggest city in the world. You're the biggest bail bond company. I am. How? I'm the bail bond queen. The hell did you do that? You're like you're you're like Scarface kind of. You know, coming from Cuba. I am. And taking over. Well, but I was born in Brooklyn, not in Cuba. Right, that's the difference. Five boroughs, and and people can get you anyway. And and now listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I hope that you don't have ever have to to call Empire Bail Bonds and call Michelle and get out of here, because because that means you got caught. Yeah, innocent until caught. But you know, (laughs) but you know (laughs) something, somebody will. You will, and that's just a fact of life. And when you do, and you're dealing with facts, the cold hard facts, the reality of how to get out of this shit. That's when you call Empire Bail Bonds at one eight seven seven Empire Now. Boy, I tell you what, it's a real honor to have you on. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor to be with you all yeah, the time. Yeah, and uh, um, uh, you know, people can always find you. Uh, if you, you can link through my website as well. I'm at CrimeReport.nyc. There's a link from on your right there on yeah. my front page. Oh, that's awesome. Go to the top right, and you and that'll take you to EmpireBailBonds.com. But yeah, you know, it's like CrimeReport.nyc. I always give them way too many directives, and then nobody okay. is doing. Yeah, they never know where to go. I don't know where to go. Crime Report. NYC. That's where you NYC. Yeah, it's an, it's an NYC. Dot NYC. You're the best. Hey, uh, uh, Michelle, uh, I hope to come back uh, again really soon. Absolutely. And we can talk about some of these the, these other things. It was neat seeing almost seeing you on TV today. Yeah, you'll see me in the Newsday and stuff like that. Yeah, the, uh, the doing perp walks and and stuff like that. You did you did a perp walk with one of the um, people we covered. It was she was the one I think who had sex with a wrestler. Uh huh. In high school. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was stacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, my son definitely would have fucked her if she was the gym oh, teacher. Yeah, we all would. Definitely. When she came out and I saw her, I was like, okay, now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're expecting teacher. You know, yeah, I mean, like you at... expect these kids with all this testosterone to not want to fuck her. It, that, that's and that that is exactly why when people say like it's not rape for a boy because he wants it's because he has no defense. He has to do it. He's compelled. He has to do it. Sexually compelled. (laughs) At that age? Are you kidding me? No defense. I would have. She's, I mean, listen, but, you know, she went a little over and above, but okay. Well, you know, and and I'm sure that it really didn't do much for her marriage, you know. No, I mean, honestly, I really felt so bad for the husband, you know. Talk about being demasculated. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's all over for him. And as the district attorney read off the felony complaint, she was like, 
on April 15th of 2000 and whatever, she was caught in the back of Walmart performing, uh, you know, a blowjob. And, and then on this day, it was fellatio. And then the other day, it was this. The husband was turning green, poor thing. I mean, yeah, and he had to be there, sure, you know, like yeah. listening to all that stuff. That's, that's, that's the nightmare that you, have, of, of, uh, you imagine yourself in a courtroom and they're reading the facts of a case and it's your wife blowing everybody. I got one better for you, Pat. How about being <laughs> the president wrestlers. of the United States and, and being the wife and then finding out that your husband's getting his dick sucked under the desk uh -huh. and now you want to be the president of the United States? Yeah, and you know, yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you, you I, think that's... You know, I, she doesn't I, have any balls. I would have smacked the fuck out of him and threw his stuff in black garbage bags right in the middle of the lawn and changed the locks. Bye, bitch. <laughs> See you later, bitch. Throw the president out of the house. Fuck you. That is the best. I bet you would have. And they're like, I'm the president now. That's right. You're dealing with me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no one had any sympathy for her either. Nobody yeah. felt bad for Hillary. I mean, everybody forgot about that. Like yeah. to me, that's on a, you know, that's 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 a demerit. That's no good. Well, that's it's uh, you know, who gives a shit really? I, I, I can't follow that stuff. Yeah, no, Who I'm cares? Just just you know, saying. I just I, I I'll be happy. Uh, I hope I hope the whole election process gets over quickly. I'm just happy it's spring. I am. You ever go to the beach? I go. I love the beach. Where do you go? Uh, Mexico, Aruba. Oh, <laughs> you don't go to the <laughs> lovely New York beaches? Oh, Fire Island. Oh yeah, yeah. Fire Island. Nice. Yeah, that's the gay one. Oh, uh, no, there's more than gay. Well, yeah. it, well the, you know, it used to be, uh, I don't know if you know, there was a nude beach up there, a lighthouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of sections, family sections, gay sections. There's a little bit for everybody. Exactly. You can get your uh, nutcrackers up there, you know, they're selling them on the beach. Fireline's awesome. I uh, liked uh, a Long Beach I like. It's 12 Long bucks. Long Beach, the Hamptons, it. Montauk. Never been there, uh, but I've been to Coney Island. You ever go down there? I grew up there. Yeah, so you, so obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great tick, beach. Tick, 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 That's the cyclone sound tick 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 oh we're stuck yeah i think it's gonna collapse at any time <laughs> yeah it's already stuck first yeah, run through this year it got stuck don't they had to be like, involved they had to like walk the people down did you see yeah, that yeah 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 it was very dramatic yeah uh, yeah another reason not to get on roller coasters as far as as far as i'm concerned me too well uh that is new york city crime report and uh, and i want what, what i want you guys to do is is check out um some of the new things we have going on on patreon yeah let's check it out we have a new segment with uh, Jim Polk. It's all about your questions. We let people on Patreon. They ask awesome. questions. We answer them. It's, it's pretty cool. He's such a smart guy. Free consultation with Jim Polk. That's on Patreon right now. And uh, there, there will be a new segment on uh, of that coming up soon. We have one up. And yeah, we're really enjoying it. It's kind of a little bit different and fun. And, uh, I love it. You know, the Facebook page, New York City Crime Report. Nobody's listening right now anyway. They've long shut it off. That, that, <laughs> that's it's, it's always off by this time. Uh, one more time, thanks, uh, Michelle Eskenazi, for being my guest today. Empire Bail Bonds, uh, the right bail bond takes an empire. One eight seven seven Empire now. I feel like I'm, you know, it's almost like I'm getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. The whole room smelled like Hennessy and dead horror with Ugh. a note of injured pimp. And Padissi. <laughs> <laughs> and Padissi stank stank.